In today's episode, we're talking about facing your fears once again in order to achieve wealth. Let's find out why it's so important. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And I help entrepreneurs like you to break free from limiting beliefs, reverse your money, shame, and to blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. And today we're talking about the, the the need to face your fears. I've been talking recently quite a lot. I just just came out of the out of the workshop and I shared my story quite a bit. And I became aware of something that pleasantly surprised me. I've been working at it for quite some time, but um, it just it just took me by surprise how something that used to be one of my biggest fears used to be one of my biggest ugly. Um, has now become the source of my greatest strength. And I realized this is a pivotal moment because that now I feel empowered even more so than before to go towards my goal and especially the goal of becoming wealthy. And let me share. So I share my, sto- my story very openly and very candidly about my, my two, not one, but two abusive marriages. And up until recently, I've shared it and I've, I've almost like worn it with like, like tried to wear like a badge of honor, like I do my dyslexia. I'm, I'm severely dyslexic and therefore I fumble over my words and especially when I'm writing, my handwriting's atrocious and my spelling's even worse. But I, I accept that element about myself that I am dyslexic, I'm severely dyslexic and I wear it with badge of honor. And I was trying to achieve this with my two divorces. And I, I have to say I was trying because I didn't quite get there. When I shared my story in during this two-day two day, uh, workshop, I shared it and I like always do. And it occurred to me, I no longer have any embarrassment, any fears around it. And I, I know, we've, you know we've all heard the story in the past that, you know, if you're afraid of something, when you turn around and face your fears, you find your fears disappear. But it's one thing to talk about it. It's a second thing. It's another thing altogether to actually experience it, to go through it. I have spoken very openly for the past five years about my both of my divorces. But I come from, I mean, for somebody in the Western culture, that's probably not a big thing. But I come from the South Asian culture. I My parents are from Pakistan. So I call, you know, I they were born in India. So India, Pakistan, that kind of, that's the kind of culture I belong to. And my husband, uh, the second one especially, is, was from Pakistan. He's born and brought up in Pakistan. And he actually said this to me, which I think struck a chord with me and stayed with me for the longest time. It stayed with me for the longest time was this comment of his 
I, you know, I remember when you we were on the brink of getting divorced and I was filing the paperwork and he said to me, go even after everything I've done. And he admitted it. He didn't deny by this point, obviously everything had come to light. Um, his many indiscretions. Um, he had been cheating on me since, since we got married. So we were only married for about seven, just over seven years. And from right from the beginning of the marriage, he had been cheating and there was lots of, you know, interesting characters in his life with, you know, casinos and gambling and prostitution and whatever else and all sorts of interesting lifestyles that he had. And I think he he got over the point of denying everything now and he was fully open to admitting it. And um, he he said to me very, very blatantly and openly, when he didn't want to divorce me, obviously, I was asking for a divorce and I said, we need to separate and we, we are divorcing. I think his his last comment, which stuck with me, was even after everything I've done, you know, he everything, he said, even after everything I've done, no one's going to blame me. No one's going to say a word against me. They're all going to blame you. They're all going to call you a divorcee who's been divorced twice, a woman who has one child from one husband and another child from another husband, they're going to look down upon your character because I I do believe and I have always uh, held myself to be a pious woman. They are they are going to question your character. People are going to question who you are and and point fingers at you. No one's even going to raise an eyebrow at what I did or what I didn't do. Um, no one's going to blame me. And even though I brushed this comment off at that time, I think this comment stayed with me the most because somewhere in my energy field, somewhere in my mind, I sort of agreed with this, that somehow his actions and his behavior and his indiscretions and everything that he'd done would be ignored and I would be stigmatized and I would be blamed for being divorced twice, even though nothing I could have done would have saved this marriage. There was nothing to save in the marriage. There was absolutely nothing. The level of betrayal and his behavior was unbelievable. It wasn't just uh, the fact that he did cheat. It was the level of abuse. You know, uh, he he's a narcissistic person. So when I look back in hindsight, I am actually aghast at the level of abuse that the woman, I'm not the same woman anymore, obviously, that the woman... Um, suffered or and tolerated during that marriage and it really shocks me to to the level that she put up with just because there was a fear in her mind I think even because I think that because of the level of abuse even before she, I found out about the, the the indiscretions the level of abuse was I sort of knew that I kind of knew that I needed to leave this person I had to end the marriage but this fear that I would be divorced twice haunted me and um, and it stopped me. But unfortunately, when I found out about his affair uh, and it was obviously point, uh, I literally caught him red handed, there was no going back from that moment. And I had made a decision then that I, I was going to leave. So then that fear of, you know, people judging me, people criticizing me and my culture does. OK, I, I, I want to share something with you guys now. Recently, I was uh, I went and I met uh, some of my friends, my college friends, and one of my friends, and I'm not going to say her name, bless her. She was saying it from a place of love. I have to say it. I, yeah, she was saying it from a place of love, but the way she said it would highlight to you the kind of community I belong to. 
And keep in mind that this friend of mine has known me since I was 16. So she's fully aware of my character and who I am. And so she's not questioning that at all. She's just saying it from the, what the world, you know, the society, our culture's point of view. And her comment was, you know, a girl, people can look from the outside and say, oh, but, you know, she's a divorcee and she's been divorced twice. But I'm so proud of you. You've done so well. She was actually complimenting me. Right. I think in her own way, she was really trying to compliment me. She wasn't trying to degrade me at all, but that was her way of complimenting me. But this is how my society looks upon women who have a divorce. And especially if they've been divorced twice, they don't question the character or the, the behavior of the husband. It's the woman's fault. You know, she must have done something wrong or she should have forgiven him or she should have put out with him or she should have made the marriage work, et cetera, et cetera. This has been my biggest ugly. Like I always say, embrace my ugly. This has been my biggest ugly. My biggest fear was being judged and criticized for my character. And therefore, I, I, I was. I, I, you know, I look back on both marriages. I know that I did everything I possibly could to make those marriages work. And I only walked away from them at the point when there was no return. Both times, you know, once when it was physically abusive. And secondly, when it was highly, highly abusive. And I caught him, caught him in, you know, in the act. Yet I still had hang up about it. I still had fears about being judged about it. And only, only recently, literally over the weekend, I became aware of that fact that this is no longer a point of shame for me. It's no longer a point uh, which I have to justify myself. It's no longer become a point where I have to fear what people or my children or other people would think about me. It's got to the point where now it's along with dyslexia, this has become my badge of honor. I shared my experiences and I talk about what happened with a you know, pinch of salt and with a laugh and a giggle, but still I'm no longer embarrassed about it. I'm no longer concerned with other people's opinions about me regarding it. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. I feel empowered. I feel whole. I feel energized. And I, you know, joke about the incidents too. It's not a funny matter, but you know, the way I describe it is quite funny at times. But I realized my biggest fear has now slowly over, it took me a good five years, but slowly dissipated. I'm no longer concerned that when people hear about this, what will they think of me? I faced my fear and the, 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 the old saying, when you face your fears, your fears disappear. I cannot even tell you how truthful this is. And this has allowed me to become more empowered and more, you know, allows me, would allow, allow me to become more visible and more, you know, more ambitious and go after my goals with even more, you know, with more, uh, more, you know, I think more ferocious uh, vigor. I would be looking to, 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 you know, to expand my network, to, to deal with more people and, and really communicate my, my, uh, my talents and my abilities. 
also the fact that I, I'm now fully more aware who I am. I'm no longer bogged down by the old um, Im- image of myself, you know, what was given to me or what I led, or was led to believe. I, do, I, I am coming out of a highly, highly abusive marriage. So when I did, it took me a long time. And I want to share this for those people who are in abusive relationships as well. I mean, this podcast isn't geared for that. This is geared towards uh, changing your mindset. But I think abuse plays a major role in your money if you haven't dealt with the trauma. And it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. If you've been through a trauma, you have to deal with it. And if someone breaks your confidence, and I think, it, by the way, I think women can do this to men as just as easily as men can do to women. And I've seen it happen for with men too. If you are in abusive relationship and you've broke and you've, your confidence has been broken then give yourself the time and space to do, to build that back up don't expect yourself to be in the same state you were in before you got into that abusive relationship that's you will get there eventually but you have to give yourself time and space to grow and i have not judged myself i have consistently worked at myself to build myself up from where I was and where I felt this man had had put me you know from being you know thinking I'm ugly and fat and stupid and unlovable and disrespectful and whatever have you because you couldn't this man couldn't criticize my character he had to criticize me as a person so I was disrespectful and rude and obnoxious and arrogant about my education and whatever have you I believed all those lies and somewhere along the lines, I had to really tell myself, really acknowledge that I am intelligent, but I'm not arrogant about it. I am beautiful and I deserve to feel beautiful. And I am not deformed. I am not damaged goods. I am not, there's nothing wrong with me. And the fact that I have been through double divorce does not make me um, you know, does it does not allow uh, it does not give anyone permission to judge me, and I have I don't owe anybody any justifications, and I can actually openly talk about it and treat it as a scar, as a scar, uh, and and use it because I am a warrior. I came out the other end of two of these abusive marriages, but I now have the scars to show for it. But there's almost you know those scars I can wear as badge of honors. I don't think I would ever fully heal the scars will heal but the, the scars will remain like the, the the wounds have healed but the scars will remain but i don't think there's any need for the scars to go because the scars make who i am the scars make my character i've been through hell and back so why do i want to hide it i've got another scar on my knee at the moment from the accident i had um, just a few months ago and there's a big massive scar on my knee now and yes i i want i want my knee to heal but the scar I wear as badge of honor too. Like I've been through that and I came out the other end and the way I did it, I was so proud of myself. So I wanted to, I wanted to talk about today's, on today's podcast, you have the ability to choose to face your fears. And once you fear them, you can overcome them. And, you know, you, the fears or the ugliness about you, you can wear it as badge of honor or you can stay for, for the rest of your life hiding from your fears and thinking and believing that other people are judging you and other people are mistreating you or other people are thinking badly of you. I promise you, most people don't have the time to think about where you are or anything to do with you. They may gossip about you for about a few moments and then they give up and move on to the next topic or they get on with their own life. They've got their own thing, worrying, things to worry about. This idea that people are constantly talking about us and you know, these things are going on about us is all in your head. It's not real. 
And as soon as you can face your fears, as soon as you can realize the things that you're hiding from the most, you need to face head on, the quicker you can attain your goals. And the loftier your goals, the quicker you should do this. I want to, I'm very ambitious. I think you guys have all know that. And I have this big long list that I want to achieve. In order for me to get there, I have to be visible. And in order for me to be visible, I have to accept what happened in my past and allow myself to be fully okay with it. And I think I just want to reinforce the idea for those of you who think this happens overnight, it doesn't. As strong as I am and as much healing as I've done on myself and as much work as I've done on myself and my mindset and my energy, it took me six years to overcome this ugliness that I felt. The first time I spoke about this ugliness was back in 2017. I wouldn't talk about it before. And um, it took a whole year for me to have the courage to discuss it. And I remember I did a Facebook Live and I talked about this, uh, about what happened. And I, I, I mentioned about the first time ever that this is what Irfan had said to me. Um, the, the words still ring in my head that even after everything I've done, no one's going to criticize me. No one's going to judge me. Everyone's going to judge you. And even actually he said the point which is going to hurt me the most was, you know, your your kids will be referred to as, you know, as your mother has two divorces and stuff like that. So, et cetera. So he really dug the knife in deep and then twisted it. And it took me a whole year from the moment he said that to be able to acknowledge it online uh, in the public forum that this is how it is my reality and this is who I am. And I remember this one person said to me, you're going to regret talking about this in public. And I did I didn't believe with him then. I'm not in contact with him now. And it was, I think he was trying to be my mentor. It was just not one of those awful, awful, um, he was this, of course, he was from the from Pakistani origin, um, not a very nice man. And he had not honest intentions towards me either. So we, I very quickly got rid of him. But he, apart from him, nobody else ever criticized me about it. Nobody even said that, that I shouldn't have shared it. And from that moment onwards, I have shared it a number of times, but not fully with the conf- not fully and not with as much confidence as I am sharing now as I have shared over this weekend. And that's why it's just on this weekend that I realized I have finally let go of my fear of being judged for being divorced twice. And considering neither divorce, you know, neither divorce was a result of me, you know, anything that are wrong that I did. Um, it was the behavior on the part of the the other party. Um, this it, it still astonishes me that it took me so long to come to this far and and to be able to really acknowledge this, face my fears, and move on. And so I wanted to quickly share this with you guys. This you know that this is a, this is a major win for me, and I wanted to share with you with you guys how blessed I feel and how. Um, I actually feel grateful to Devices Energy for you putting me through this because it's built my character. And had I not been through the trauma of these both of these marriages, I would not be who I am right now. And I absolutely love and adore who I am right now. I really am proud of who I am. I like my personality. I like the way I think. I like what I'm, I'm doing and how I help people and what I'm able to do. And I would not be doing any of that had I not been through those traumas. So I'm actually grateful to Devices Energy for putting me through those traumas. That's an amazing place to be when you can feel gratitude 
even for those traumas that you that seem to give you the biggest shame or seem to be your biggest ugly. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. I, I, will, I will join you again very, very soon. And until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop and if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.